0: Love, known as Pastor I wanted to jump on here and let you know that God is still good and he is still on the throne. Amen. No matter what's going on, no matter how many different things that are going on, you know, pray for people that are going through in so many different ways. Pray for for the sound of mind and for also pray for their understanding and comprehension to know who God is on today. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Pray for the long suffering. Pray for the understanding to let people know who God is and let them wake up before time is up. There is so much more that God wants to show people. But they want to be able to sit here and they see the blatantness of how the enemy has been operating lately. I'm going to say this one more time for the people in the back. The enemy has already shown who and whom they are. Now is the time for the people of God to wake up and start being about our business. Move. The spirit of the Lord keeps saying to me, move. And not just, you know, not just so much in the physical, but also in the natural. We need to move. You need to be able to excel. We need to be able to read our word. We need to be feeding ourselves, not just in the natural, but also in the spiritual. I mean, move. it has become so much of an alarm set. For us, and it is blatant in our ears on today, in our eye gates and ear gates and all of these different things that are going on. And for us, the church needs to wake up. Some of us are still asleep. So I'm telling you on today, wake up. See, the thing of it is, is that the enemy has already declared war on us. And we need to say, we need to be able to start putting on the armor. We need to start getting ready, prepared for spiritual battles. And yes, some of us have been in spiritual battles, namely also me, that we don't talk about. So I'm going to tell you like this, is that the enemy has not sat there and played patty cake with you. You need to understand he is out here for blood. So you need to be putting on the whole armor of God on today. Whether you are at your home, at your jobs, in your school houses, or even simply going to the grocery store, wherever you are located, whether it is in the White House, the Blue House. Whether it is United States to around the world internationally, we need to wake up. We need to understand it is wartime and there is no time to lose. You need to be able to put on not just the armor of God, but also having your sword and your shield, which is the word of God and knowing whom you are and whom you are. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, there is a time that is coming. And people need to understand that the women, men of God, and their children need to be girded up and knowing what the word says. Because it's going to come a time where the word of God, you've already seen the truth become such an oasis. Now they're going to sit there and start forbidding us to be able to read our word being able to know who God is, even to say his name out loud, God, Jesus is starting to become such a blatant thing and we need to start listening and being able to sit there and know who God is, know His voice when He calls you and he tells you things. See, this is the thing is now is that I'm starting to see that a lot of the churches now, especially in the United States, A lot of the churches are starting to put out plates, but not being able to serve the right food to the people. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back and let me calm down. But this is something that I'm starting to see more and more time and time again, is that when I tell you to open up your Bibles and you need to have the word with you so that you can see what I see in the word of God, that you can be able to know the word for yourself. This is just a platform to be able to keep you understanding, not just entertaining you, but also to keep you current in where you need to be in God. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Every time that I am here and I'm telling you, look into the word of God, whether it's King James, NIV, you need to know your word. It is becoming more and more apparent that we need to hide the word in our hearts so that we might not sin against God. Please understand that we don't need to sin against him. So we need to be able to start giving God his praises and his just due because it's coming a time where revival is already in the land and some of the lands will be coming on again. But also at the same exact time, let God work through you. Let him flow through you. Let him be able to be the center of your joy. And also at the same exact time, yes, he's a loving God, but also at the same exact time, you need to be denying your flesh daily. That means you don't need to be walking in what you used to be, but sitting there and saying, "Uh uh-uh. You're not gonna do that. I, I, I'm not gonna sit here and do that. Oh no, my body and my mind won't say that. No, my eyes won't be going over here. No, I won't be picking up the phone to gossip. No, I won't be doing this and that what I used to be. Come on now, let's. Uh, I won't be sleeping with this person when I know they're not my husband. I won't be getting sex out of marriage. You need to understand. We have free. Choice in what we do, and then at the same as time, the choice we make impact our future, our present, and also the past of where we came from. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, the past that you came from should not be the same as your future. If you know who God is, I'm gonna tell you like I mean it. My past is not like everyone else's. But I know that it's filled with hurt, harm, and danger. But don't you know when God came in, he was able to get rid of my past and give me the present of what I have today in order for me to excel and towards my future let me say that one more time for the people in the back see there's a difference between not just loving on god not not just loving your brothers and your sisters and forgiving them but also the same that time give yourself time to forgive yourself and at the same that time go back and say you know what god I didn't like how I was doing it here, here, and here. I don't like how I was here, here, and here. Lord, let me be able to remind me. Lord, let me be able to remind myself through the Holy Ghost. That's not how I'm going to conduct myself on today. Y'all don't hear me though. See, sometimes we need to be able to go back and say, Lord, let the Holy Spirit come back to my remembrance, bringing things back what I used to be in order for me to excel. Y'all don't hear me, though. You don't hear me, though. I was looking on my Facebook timeline on today. And today was the day that my father had passed away. Now, when I found out that my father had passed, I was 10 years old. And I didn't even had only one conversation with this individual. But don't you know, it's been a lifetime with me wondering, asking about why did this happen, why I didn't have the time with him, and why did you know God have this to happen? But then God was sitting there and saying, you know what, I put up so much on what's going on and with the whys, but then I understood later on when I started having my own children that God, the true father, and I love my father, and I thank God for him, That also he was able to protect me from the things that were going on at the time. And also at the same exact time, he was setting me up. For so much success. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. All the hurt, harm and danger that I had to go through when I was growing up. I thank God now because it's preparing me for war. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. The things that I go through in my past has made me who I am in the present. And then at the same time, it's going to elevate me towards the way that God needs for me to be in the future. So I don't mind that I had to go through things because I had to realize that I had to grow up and mature a whole lot faster and a whole lot more agile than some other people. And that's the same with you. So I'm going to say it like I mean it. I love how God sat there in the word of God. And he was telling me that so many different things were going on, but yet and still, The same things hold true is that in Proverbs, please, fourth chapter, and I want to give a little bit of it, the fifth through the eighth verse. Get wisdom, get understanding. Forget if not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Let me say that one more time for people in the back. Get wisdom, get understanding. Forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Verse 6, forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Oh, y'all don't hear me though. Verse 7, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Verse 8, exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou doest embrace her. Do you understand that when I am going before God and I'm Shabbaking God and I'm talking to God and I am getting my wisdom and understanding from God that every time that I'm talking to God about some things and he's in part taking into me the wisdom that I need, the structure that I need, The way that I'm able to pray, the way that I'm able to sit here and be able to be in God's house and be able to do what God says doing. I'm not just saying God's house, I'm not saying a building, but in him, in my temple that I am trying to be able to maintain and build up. And which having things that can crumble down, but then God builds me up even the more because I tap into him every day. There is something so much and so affluentially, so much so that God even has certain things that I don't have to be able to partake in because I have to be picky about what I eat, what I hear, what I say, how I go, what I what I put on, what's, all of those different things. And I love how God was just telling me that yes I'm picky. But God has a reason for me to be picky. God has a reason for me not to want to eat this or go here or do that or, or want to sit there and consult with this person or, or say something to that person or be quiet here while being voracious over there. There is a certain limit of how God sits there and he doesn't have a limit on you, but he honestly sits there and he lets you navigate in your present. Because then he knows how to be able to elevate you into the future. Y'all don't hear me though. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. I would see a lot of people would be so disdained or jealous because I was spending time with God. and I was getting into the word of God in a certain way. And that is to me is something that I'm used to because I'm used to doing that since I've been 10 years old. Y'all don't hear me, though. See, there's a difference between being able to sit there and just have the surface of the groundwork done. But then God sits there. He says, look, I call the deep, deep. So he wants you to go in even the more every time that you are going before him. He gives you a word. And then he says, hey, go and expound on this and go and sit there and see about Why is wisdom so important? And why is it so much that you have to function like this? And why do you have to be like this? And why is it so much to have a wise counsel and having the Holy Spirit with you? When you're having God and you're walking in God and your spirit is with his spirit. And then you start realizing that that's how Enoch was with God. You start realizing that's how you're able to listen and hear from him. And he's able to shabak you and you're able to shabak him. And you're able to talk to him. And it's a deep, melancholy conversation. So much so that even the Psalms that David and different Psalmists have been able to just give and impartake to us, whether it's good or bad, or sometimes we're angry with God, then we can be able to sit there and honestly put ourselves towards God. And he won't be mad because we have questions. But then God sits there and says, you know what? I'm going to answer your questions because you are my child and you've been asking. Oh, y'all don't hear me though. I understand that we don't have all of the answers, but because God says, my thoughts is not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. So, so I'm asking you, God. I'm inquiring of you, God. I'm, I'm imploring you, God. I am being significantly so much, God, humble." That God, can you please be able to answer my question? And see, sometimes we need to be able to go and chase after God. See, that's the thing is that when you chase after God, He is able to give you those things that nobody else can be able to obtain because you've been able to go after Him. And I and I was looking at how the woman with the issue of blood went after Jesus because she knew that if she just had a a touch of just a few. Houses of his garment, just, 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 just a little bit. That she knew her faith was already getting sustained and worked on because her mindset was already psychologically there. You don't understand me. When you are cognitive of what God is telling you in your mind that you can be able to achieve it. Then God can sit there and say, just like the woman with the issue of blood, I knew my faith was there, but I needed to go ahead and move on it. Y'all don't hear me, though. See, sometimes we want to sit up there and we want God to do all the work. No, it says faith without works is dead. So why is it that we need to go ahead and move? Because if those movements, those actions, those fortitude, in order for you to have the force, and to propel you to go to where God is telling you to go. Just like the woman with the issue of blood. Don't you understand? Your mindset has to be bigger because God is so much bigger. He is so much more than what you think God is. God has been able to take me in so many different places. Take me from where I was in a simple Alabama to all the way to South Korea. And then have me to have the audacity to be able to sit in front of you and let you listen to what I've been through. Don't you? And then at the same exact time, God is not done yet. So I understand, I tell you, employ, go before God, always shabbaking in Him, always inquiring, always questioning. Saying, Lord, is this right for me? Is this is this person that I'm about to marry? Is this right for? Is this person right for me? Is that car right for me? Is this house right for me? Is this job right for me? Is this person the one that I'm supposed to be with, or do I need to look for another? Or do you can I just be able to dwell within you, God, for a little bit longer until they can come and find me, the person that is supposed to be my husband, or the one that is supposed to be the one that I need to be with? See, there's such a thing as just being able to have that wisdom, that understanding, that that fortitude, that knowledge, that capacity, that humbleness, that obedience, that when you sit there and you go, that no matter what, that the blindness of it. Because the sure fact and reason and knowing that God is going to be able to take care of you from the first time that you see him until the first time that you see him in person. Y'all don't hear me though. See I'm talking about when you see God for yourself and you start seeing him a pattern in your life that when you start giving over everything that God has given you and you start asking for forgiveness and he you start letting him back in and with his son covering you with this blood and then you have the Holy Spirit, there's nothing too hard for God. but y'all want to sit here and psychoanalyze everything, why won't you just simply believe God? Why, why can't we just simply believe God? Why, why, why do we have to analyze it and rationalize, oh, well, that person got up from a coma after being in a coma for a year, but yet and still, you don't even want to sit there and realize that there is a bigger and higher Elohim than what you know. See, you would rather rationalize it and and sit there and put yourself into it. But then God sits there and tells you, I am that I am. I just, I don't understand. See, when we can honestly be like the woman, like the centurion, that even when he sits there and he paraphrasing, he goes and he says, you know what, my Lord, I have, you know, service underneath me that say, go and I, you know, I tell them to go and they go and I say stay and they say stay. But because of his faith and he's not even calling himself a Christian, but because of who he knew God to be, Jesus to be in God, that's what I'm talking about. When we start going and doing what god says do no matter what it may cost you your very life but because god said so you have to go walk you have to run you have to repel you have to excel you have to keep going and then when you see him in the end you can sit there and say lord Have I done it all? And you will sit there and he will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You wouldn't have to worry about questioning if I'm going to get into heaven. You're just going to sit there and say, you know what, God, before I know it, it'll be time. It'll be my time for me to see you. The thing of it is, is that I understand there are so many different things that's going on around this world. But what I'm telling you today is that chase God, go after him. Go after him like you have never before sat there and go before him and get on your face and get on your hands and knees and start getting into where you need to be in the word, and start sitting up there and fasting and praying and start getting into the things that God needs for you to hear. Let him come so many times and you go before him. See, he'll come and see about you, but yet and still, why won't you go into the holies of holies? Why won't you go and sit there in Shabbat, God, which means to start talking and saying, God, I need you. I need you right now. God, I don't know and I don't understand all of these different things, but I need you. I need you for the next step and for the rest of my life. I need you. I need you to be able to tell me what's going on. I need you to be able to instruct me because I don't have the full blueprint. You only give me a few, but then I know that if I have the full blueprint, I wouldn't want to rely on you. So I'm telling you, God, let me rely on you. Let me go and chase after you. Let me love on you like you love on me. Let me thank you so much for everything you've given me. Let me sit there and bow down and get on my hands and my knees and just say, Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for all the things that you have done for me. For this one thing I do know is that if it wasn't for you, I don't know where would I be. If it wasn't for you, I would be a statistic of society. I would have three children out of wedlock and I would be doing all this other stuff. But God had other plans. God don't hear me though. Chase after what God has given you. Chase after the wisdom, the knowledge, the, the fortitude. Chase after it because when you do that and you are in God and not God's not just the, the the way of man, but godly wisdom. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Go after what God is giving you. Go, go after it so much so that when you see these perilous things going on, you won't sit there and you will be comforted. You won't paralyze you. You know, it will grieve you. But then at the same exact time, you will sit there and say, I know because I know time is coming. It's time is almost short. Time is almost winding up. And then at the same exact time, when people do you wrong, you start to forgive and you start to realize that God, excuse me, they need you just like I need you. You wouldn't be so quick to sit there and say, God, strike them down. No, God asking you to Heavenly Father. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. God says all the time, vengeance is his, saith the Lord. I must tell you like I mean it. Seek the wisdom of God. Seek the pulse, the, the whole entire way of the life of who God is. He is the center of it all. And I was looking at how, just how music was so influential to us. And how a lot of the time we listen to just how, and this is unknown, how we listen to the beat when we're happy. But when we're sadder or our, our our heart, excuse me, is torn apart, we listen to the lyrics, we listen to the words. When you become so much so inclined into God, that when you start chasing after God, I mean, really going in and getting into your word and being able to sit there and know who God is and having a conversation with him and only him and it's just you and him, man. Words cannot, I cannot even get as close as Enoch. But this one thing I do know is that the relationship that I have with God is the precious, most precious thing that I own. It's not my car. Hmm. It's not my children. It's not my husband. I thank God for all of that. But the most precious thing that I have in my life ever is knowing who God is. And knowing that even when I have at my lowest and even when I'm at my highest, I can still call on him and he will answer me. Y'all don't hear me though. See, some of us want to sit here. And not chase after him. Chase after God. Go after him with the wisdom. Go after him with the knowledge. You know, I used to go and I used to be in concordances and and different Bibles. And I used to chase after God so much so. And I still do because I want to know wisdom. I want to know what God knows. I want to see all of the things that God needs for me to see, but also the say, I want to know like Moses did with his back. When he taught, when God showed him the back, he was showing him from Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and all the way to Deuteronomy. I, I, I want to get into a relationship with God that when I need him, not just when I need him, but when I'm on my highs when I'm celebrating, when I know that, you know, I am being successful, I still want him there. Even when my bills are due and when my children are acting up, my husband may be acting up, and my life may be chaotic, I still want him around me. Because even with my high highs and my low lows, he is still there with open arms for me. Y'all don't hear me though. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back because y'all ain't getting it. I want God when I am on my deathbed. Just like I want God when I was first born. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, people don't realize that God was speaking to you in the womb. And when you take your last breath, he is still there. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, that shit get in it. There is so much, so much, so much, so much that God wants to tell us and talk to us about. But we don't want to sit there and pause and meditate and just do what God says. do. When I say meditate, I mean the word of the Lord. I mean being able to shabak him, talk to him, and then not just talk to him, but wait for the reply. We want to jump up and say, okay, that's my day. Let me go about my day. And then when you're so tired, that's when you want to get, you want God to get back. No, I'm guilty of that. I know you're guilty of it because we're all human. But when I had to start giving my time back to God, giving my ways back to God, to admit that I was wrong, that God is always right. That ain't no big thing. I'm a, I'm a sit here all day. God, you right. God, you, you, you know, you right. No, no, no. God, you right. No, no, no. Nope. He is right. Always. But when we start realizing that God wants to sit here and motivate us and purify us and cleanse us and give us all these different things and I had to equip that or kind of like making it so like wisdom can be such a cloak or, or, or coat or or um, clothing that is so appropriate and warm and, and it's appropriate because you can wear it all the time and you don't have to throw it off, but you can keep it with you. And, and at the same exact time I would say also too it can be a companion to you. And I was always thinking about an image and I love when it comes up about my middle daughter Mimi Menuet, And she would have a monkey and that monkey stayed with her the whole entire time as she was growing up as a baby. But when we got the monkey, you know, she would always just play with them and she would always interact with him. And, you know, she would always talk to the to the monkey. And even though the monkey was stuffed, that was her friend. And 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 that monkey, no matter how, you know, dingy it may get or 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 worn out it got, she still considered that's part of her. And and don't you know that God becomes that lifelong and I and I don't mean to, Lord, you know I don't mean to compare you to a monkey that's stuffed or or to any bear or teddy bear or anything like that, but or clothing. But it's for the natural sense that we always love to put something on and it's like, you know, like silk or or like a wool before the cold or or socks like just really good socks that you know you can put on when you get home and you can be able to just nestle in on. It's, it's about who God is for us. He's so warm. He is so blessed. He is so blatant. He can be in your face for disobedience and correction and then also do it in love and grace for you. He he can be able to sit there and bless you and then also make sure that he knows that he can be able to take away from what you have. Oh, y'all don't hear me, though. Pursue God. Pursue God like you pursue all the rest of these women and men that didn't mean anything for you. Oh, y'all don't hear me, though. See, we put our hearts into people. You see how I said that, right? valentine's day is coming up and with that i will be my anniversary is being 23 years being married and don't you know that every time that i am trying my best to connect with my husband don't you know i want to do the same thing with god and i don't know and not on a natural, but in a spiritual realm. I want to be able to connect to God so much that every time that I'm, I'm in the room with him or he comes to see about me or I'm going to run and see about him that we connect and we understand each other. And that's just that simple. And God is not a God that's just up in heaven. He comes down here on earth also. How do I know? Because I've seen his angels and I've seen where he has been able to bless his family. So I want to say this is that please understand that God is not just a God in heaven, but he does so much more. He, he operates the earth and the winds and he operates the, the waters and the streams and the animals and he operates all of that. And He gets all of these different things in clockwork and he has the storms and everything else that's going on. But don't you know he also knows my name y'all don't hear me though all of the time that i listen and i and i study in psychology and, and i am getting all of these accolades and all these different things i'm still being able to sit there and say you know what i'm going to chase after god because even when I get these accolades, even when I get the promotions or the the graduations or the diplomas, I still want to be able, as much as I'm pursuing those things, I want to pursue him even the more. Because I don't want my natural to be fed and my spiritual be served. And let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, if you don't get into the word of God like you're supposed to, and then you transfer so much of that 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 thought, that processes, the psychology of all those different things into natural and not into the spiritual realm. You can be able to be spiritually bankrupt. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. It's just like you depositing money. See, I can put it into my natural bank account. And I can see that it's got this amount of much money in it, but. If I'm not going and I'm not putting it into my spiritual bank account, which means prayer, which means fasting, which means reading, which means meditation on the word, which means counseling and consorting with God and talking to God, and that's part of it too. And then at the same as that time, going and doing what God says do, doing, doing the works that He wants you to do. And then at the same as that time, going in and doing what God says do, and then going back and talking to God about. All the different calculations of what you did and then God sitting there and saying, you know what, implement this plan. And I want you to go here and I want you to go there and I want you to see this person and that person and coming back and accomplishing that. And while you're doing all of that, still talking to him and praising him. Y'all don't hear me, though. It's, It's a cycle. I, I want to stay in that pattern. I want to stay that where I can hear God. I, I don't want to be out of God's will. I don't want to be going to hell. I don't want to be sitting here without God. I, I don't want to not hear from God. I, I don't want to. See, I don't know about you, but my spiritual, spiritual bank needs to be full, just like my natural bank. My spiritual bank in God needs to be full and having all of the dividends and savings and, and equitable in so many different words. Having that equity in God. Having the understanding, having the knowledge, the wisdom, and the fortitude in God. Now, I'm not Worried about what I have in the natural Because the natural can go away But I want to be able to understand that See, my spiritual bank account Is eternal See, y'all don't hear me though See, sometimes y'all want to sit up here And you're worried about the money But then God sits there and says Why do you worry about those such things When God is already giving you He has gotten cattle on thousands of hills Why do you not think that my father Will not take care of you paraphrase and i know that's how jesus is see he takes care of you now why won't you go and take care of his sheep why won't you go and take care of his flock why won't you go and preach see the fire that you have that the holy spirit the holy ghost is giving you you need to give it and light it in other people it's not i'm not gonna just sit here and give you leftovers. I'm going to give you what God has given me because I want to make sure you understand this is something that we all is relative now. It ain't no, wait a minute, I got it from God and I got to withhold it. No, unless God says, you know what? Nope, don't say that yet. I need you to go back and I need you to study And it says also in the word of God says, though, that self-approved, a workman need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Unless God says, hey, I don't need you to put that in there. I need you to put a pin on it, but I need you to go back to it because I need you to go and study. And that is some of the things that the church don't do. I keep seeing empty plates. That churches put out empty plates and there is no food on them. And that is why a lot of people are coming to podcasts to seeing what God is going to be able to shape and mold and do in people's lives. And they want the written, unadulterated word of God, and that is not being supplied in this time and this hour. There is a drought for the word of God on this night. Let me tell you something, there is a spiritual awakening, but we need the word of God to keep us living and the living water is Jesus. And we need that to keep us on the daily, not just sometimes, but all the time. I don't want to ever not know what the water of the living water is, which is Jesus and also his word. And also at the same time, he's given us the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, if you prefer, to be able to chastise us, to give us right and wrong, and let us be able to have that wisdom, that understanding, that knowledge that Proverbs has just talked about. And yes, wisdom is described as a woman because it's attractive. It's it's so it's so beautiful because we need to go and put what pursue it. But then at the same exact time, some of us want to be lazy. Nah, not in this time and this hour. You need to wake the mess up. Let me tell you something. In this time and this hour, I won't even sleep on the devil. Do you understand that? You don't want to sleep on him. At all. It's not sometimes. No, 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 no. Sis, brother, you need to be getting in your word. You need to be getting into where God needs for you to be placed. You need to be. It's not about you going here and here and here. No, you need to go and you need to do what God says do and take him with you. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. It ain't even about me. It's about who God is in me and where God needs for me to go in order for me to do what he says do so I can go home. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, some of y'all don't get it. You don't need to take God what God has given you and in the instructions and take him with you which is the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost. And then also the same is that time, the anointing and the blood of Jesus that's going to be able to purify you, protect you and edify you so that you can learn what is going on. Even if it's in Hebrew, even if it's in Greek, wherever language that God has been able to give it to you and then go and preach to the masses so that they can be delivered and they can be set free just like you were. Man, pastor, that's kind of, no that you oh that's that's deep past no that's the word that's what paul's did that's what peter did that's what all the rest of the apostles that's what it's about going out and moving the way that god needs for us to move you need to be able to be obedient and i was looking i'm still reading this this bible but also i'm reading another book also because It says that you are just so blind of obedience that you should be excited because you know what? You ain't looking to the left nor to the right, but you're looking straight forward because guess what? You have been able to be in that pocket, that beat, that rhythm of who God is in your life, and you don't want it to stop. So you want to keep being obedient because you're starting to see the ramification of your obedience. You got that excited, go, let me do what God says do, and let me be obedient. And while I'm doing that, excuse me, God is elevating me. God is choosing me. God is anointing me, appointing me, giving me favor beyond favor. But then at the same exact time, he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, all that we can attain and measure. Yo. Y'all better go the distance. Y'all, y'all, I don't know. All you all i do not alright No, 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 no. Well, Pastor, you know, you asking too much. You know, God ain't no, he ain't about okay. Why is it that God put us here to see Jesus that was in the word of God and still is living, still is right right at the hand of the Father. And we sit there and say, well, we don't supposed to be doing that. That is not even of God. Y'all want to stay in one place, but God wants you to change and move out. There's a shift. You have to move in order for you to go where God needs for you to go. You have to be obedient in order for God to appoint you and anoint you Give you favor, and then you need to what elevate and move. And you know, it was well, Pastor, you know, why is this all encompassing all the wisdom? Well, I'm telling you, this is because some of us is one to become so ignorant to the fact that God has already told us time and time again how to move, how to be able to be instructed what to do, but then and still we don't want to move, we want to stay stagnant, we want to be stank. I said it. You don't want to move when God says move. You want to move when you want to move. No, not at this time, this season. You better move when God says move. And you better stay when God says stays. And you better be quiet when God says be quiet. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. God has you right now moving, staying, appointed, anointed. And this season, I don't know about you, but I know my season. I'm I'm telling you about my season, that I need to be moving. I need to be more apparent to God. I need to be able to hear from God. I need to be able to change the frequency, and that's going to be a new one that i got to be able to preach. But I'm telling you, those are the things that we need to be able to understand. Move when God says move. And the wisdom Do you understand the reason why King Solomon was so much of a king is because he pursued and he asked God what he, he asked of God, God asked him, what do you want? You know, and he said, I would like to have wisdom, godly wisdom. This is what I'm asking God, godly wisdom. Because if I'm asking God for the wisdom. Don't you know, it still spills out into my natural realm, but also the same as that time I need to be able to be up to date and appointed and anointed and doing what God says do for the next time. For the next person, I need to praise for God for pray for preach, teach, understand, know, inform, instruct, rebuke, reprove heal anoint. i gotta be able to be in that i gotta be able to move the way that god wants me to move and see it the way that god says it because guess what i'm going to be judged i'm, I'm going to be evaluated for what i didn't do for what i said for what i i didn't do also because the way that some of y'all want to sit here and i'm gonna say this with you too is that when we don't do it the way that God does, and it turns into disobedience, and disobedience can come into wrath, then y'all sit there and look and say, you know what? Um, God didn't tell me this to do that. He didn't, he didn't tell me to say that. You know what? And then you lie on God. Y'all, 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 okay. Okay. Well, pastor that okay. You know what? I'm gonna say this. Lord, forgive them. Forgive me when I didn't obey you when I was supposed to. And then that door closed or or that opportunity closed or or my blessing income or, or my favor at that time and that season ceased because I wasn't listening to you and I wasn't going after the wisdom that you put into me. Ooh, y'all don't hear me though. Mm. Y'all, y'all don't hear me though. And it says it. Proverbs 4 and 11, I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. Oh, my God. So you can't, oh, my goodness. Let me go go back up to number 10, verse 10, okay? Hear, O my son, and receive my saying, and the years of thy life shall be many. Verse 11, I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. Okay? Let's go to verse 12. When thou goeth, thy steps shall not be strifing, And when thou runneth, thou shalt not stumble. Do you understand that the wisdom that God has given you that has come from him, from himself, do you understand that's precious? Excuse me. And when you cannot be able to, to ascertain something. Or you don't understand something. You need to be asking God. You can't ask your friend. You can't ask your mother. You can't ask your father. You can't, you can't ask nobody else but him. Because it came from him. You, you, you cannot sit there. And tell me. That as we begin to understand wisdom. As we begin to pursue God. I mean godly wisdom. As we begin to pursue him. I mean so much so. That as soon as you wake up, Lord, your heavenly father, I thank you. And not the phone, not anybody else. God, I just want to hear from you. And I'm going to tell you like this is that certain times of the year, I would hear different music. And, you know, I would hear, you know, I need a word from you. And I forgot who sung it, but it was just, just one word would move all the doubts and the sun would rise and every peace of mind speak, Lord. I'm just saying, just just one word. And I wish that, not just wish, I pray that people would go before God and talk to God. I pray that people would understand that If you don't seek after him while he is yet to be found. When it is late and done. And this world is done. And you have not been able to give God over in your life. Didn't choose God. Don't you know? Hell is going to be your home. And no one can be able to. Oh, well, Pastor, you you judging? No, I'm not judging. It's just a fact. You haven't sat there and you haven't all of the wisdom and knowledge that God has given us. I mean, all this technological advances, all these different things, but you can't even open up your Bible just to read. Just to read, just to get a touch from God. Not, Not just, I mean, not even sometimes just for me to open up a good book. Don't you know that every time I open up the book and I have pages in them and I know my Bible is a little bit worn because I have the, you know, the the edges of it is cut, tattered and torn. But every time I open it up, I'm learning from him. It's like God is just came and entered into the room with me. And he's willing to teach me what he needs to teach me. And if you go and you go to, you know, hearing pastors preach and everything else, and that's a good thing. I have nothing against that. But that one-on-one with God, that intimate time with God, it speaks volumes when you get out in the world. Because it started letting you people know who is for you and who is against you. And who is your father. And it's going to come a time when Jesus is coming back. And it's not just be love and peace. No, Jesus is coming back and he's coming back to be able to bring the saints home. And also to start judgment on the ones that did not die in him. Seek the wisdom, please, of God, not of man. It is too many people that want to be able to be caught up in this world. Seek what God has for you right now and stop thinking that, oh, I have time. You don't have no time for tomorrow is not appointed to us. So we need to be able to give God his glory and his honor and his just due while we are yet alive. Well, man, pastor, I heard that, you know, God is love. Yes, he is. But also he is a wrathful God. He can punish the just as well as the unjust. He let it rain on both of us, but also at the same exact time. God judges us. He's gonna judge. And it's gonna be a righteous judgment. No, oh, I should have did this, or oh, I should have did that. Mm-mm. There is no repeat. It's the final say so. And I would like to go to Romans 10, 9, and 10. That if thou shalt Confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and thou shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Verse 10, for with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Please understand that this time in this moment we need to be able to, if you don't know who God is, please go and ask for forgiveness of him. Get on your hands and knees and say, the Heavenly Father, please forgive me of all the sins that I've committed. I ask you to come into my life. Clean me up. Have your son and his blood to be able to be over us that he shed it on Calvary. And when the comforter has come and I know that you're going to be able to give me the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost to be able to understand, and discern the things that I need to know. Right and wrong because now time is becoming so much short that even the truth is becoming an oasis. And in a soon time, in a very soon time, the word of God will become an oasis. Please make sure that you have the wisdom that you need from God, the fortitude, the understanding of God, because we're going to be going into times where we are not going to be able to get in to even a building just to worship God, but stay at home. And for some of us, we will be hunted down as criminals for the word of God. And we need to get, we need to get our heads. We need to get our minds and our thoughts back into the way of the world is not our home. (laughs) (coughs) Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. This world is not our home. We need to be able to start trusting God, start ready for war, spiritual war, start knowing who the enemy is, start combating him, and start taking down and tearing down the things that need to be not of God. And start building up the walls that we have for our word and what we have in our hearts so that we won't sin against God. Amen. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for watching. And if you like what you heard, please like and follow and share and subscribe. If you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Samsung. And also, it will be on YouTube for your enjoyment. If you really like this podcast, please like and share once again and leave a five-star rating. That would help us reach more people. And also, if you would like to leave your questions, comments, or concerns, you can find me on Facebook at It Is Written Latonya, L-A-T-O-N-Y-A-U-L-L-O-A. Once again, L-A-T-O-N-Y-A-U-L-L-O-A. But please, pursue God. He is an awesome God. He is a a blessing. But he's just like you and me. He wants to have that time with us. He wants to communicate with us. He wants us to be able to have time to discuss. And if we have questions, so that he can be able to answer those questions and be able to have time to reply with you and reply back to you. And sometimes just to sit down and talk to you. Simply put, in order for you and him to have a relationship, it needs to be a two-way street. That means you need to be listening and going after him as he as well as going and listening and going after you. Amen. Oh, my goodness. Be ready for war this year. And also, like I said, blessed assurance who God is in my life. And I would not take nothing for this journey. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Konosomida. anyo.